Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The Showdown Podcast presents The Survivor Series with Corey Miller, Vic Miller, and Brad Scott. This week's episode, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, The Secret of the Welcome to the Showdown Podcast. It is another Survivor Series episode. I am Brad Scott. I'm joined, as always, by Corey Miller and Vic Miller. That's a fact, Jack. Hello, hello. And this is the uh, 1991 live-action movie, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, The Secret of the Ooze and... This, this is a uh, a movie that hold I hold near and dear to my heart because I was nine years old when this movie came out, and I remember I was obsessed with the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles from probably about four four to probably twelve maybe I don't know I don't know at least at least a year or two after this movie, um, and I mean how could you not be as a kid. They're four giant turtles who who are ninjas and eat pizza. <laughs> and uh, I remember my mom, literally, when this movie came out on VHS, had it the first day, and it was a Friday tradition that I would watch this movie after school and after I got my homework done, and we would get pizza from Little Caesars, and I would... Just every Friday night. And she regretted every Friday night. Oh, I'm sure she hated the movie. <laughs> I couldn't. I mean, there's, there's movies that I'm like, oh, we got to watch this again. Frozen, yeah, really? But she still again? did it because that's a good mom. That's right. Uh, happy belated Mother's Day, mom. And like Even Corey's ass, he would have been like, you're not show. listening. You're not watching shit. Um, <laughs> yeah, Corey would. I could see Corey being that dick parent. Oh, I'm sick of watching <laughs> that bullshit. Um, but it was. It was a very, very <clears throat> special movie to me as a kid. Um, it was... I think mo- I think every kid saw it. Every kid remembers, you know, uh, was it Toko and Razar Toka and Razar? Toko and Razar, and uh, just, just so many great moments. Vic, we did our Corey. Actually, let's start with you. Uh-huh. Did it mean a lot to you? It meant absolutely nothing. Oh, but uh, you've seen it. No, this was actually the first time I'd actually seen it. How have you never seen this in life? How is this even possible? 
uh, because I was way too old when it came out. Fair, it, fair enough. No, if oh. I was 60, I wouldn't have gone and seen it in 91 either. <laughs> exactly. To be fair. I wouldn't have, what, what? Turtles? Huh? Yeah. The ninjas? Which one are they? Are they teenagers? Are they mutants? Are they ninjas? Are I, they turtles? I don't get it. Uh, no, it, you know, we joke around uh, about that. But in all seriousness, I was uh, in high school when this came out. Holy so shit. was I. Yeah. And I still love the shit out of Ninja Turtles. And we went and saw it in the movies. And we all fucking Yeah, I think I would have seen it in high school, And had, like, too. a great time with this movie. Yeah, it just, it just, I think I was, I was a freshman, I think. So, Vic, you saw it. I saw it. In I high saw school. It in, the, in high school, I saw it in the theaters. Mm-hmm. We had a blast watching it. Like, it was, it was... I remember, like, because we, we were Ninja Turtle fans in the first place, because I, I, I'm, I'm a big comic book nerd as it is, so, like, I knew the comic books and everything like that. So when they made the live the first movie, I was like, holy shit, they're making a Ninja Turtle movie. This is awesome. Then when they decided they were going to make a second one, I was like, well, that makes sense. They made a shit ton of money out of it. It was really popular. Why not make another one? And that's about where they went yeah. <laughs> with that. <laughs> you know what, though? But the first one gets so much praise. Mm-hmm. Uh, I noticed, like, it even has a higher percentage on Rotten Tomatoes. I mean, it's still not great, but it's higher. And a lot of people say, like, oh, so it was so much better because it was darker tones. Except there were some parents uh, who had backlash over the first one. And that's why uh, in this one, they never drew their weapons. Yeah, I noticed that. I didn't. I didn't realize that until until I uh, until. My yeah, they just punch people in the face. Well, yeah, that's they so stab, much yeah. less violent. They, they yeah. stab ceiling tiles with swords, yeah. but not people. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, but here's the thing: like this movie to me was fun. It was more fun than the first one, and the April in the first one was not hot at all. <laughs> like this April was at least a little hot. You know, she had that that hot early '90s, late '80s look to her. The one in the first one, she looked like uh, like the news reporter in. Tim Burton's Batman after she can't wear makeup oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> on the yeah. screen. That's what she just all, <laughs> she just looked tired and pale. She didn't wear uh, yellow in this one either. I know she wore all types of stuff there, didn't she? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, you yeah, didn't I, I have. I think that was like after, like the signature thing with her is that yellow jacket that she wore in the cartoon. So they always kind of, they always try to put it in there, but they really didn't try very much on have, this. Now, have they done that with the newer? Yeah. I don't remember. Did mm-hmm. they? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Megan Fox wears it. They, they're staying really true to like the cartoon and the comics, it feels like in the new ones. In like the, new the ones, van, yeah. especially. Right. I feel like is, I feel like if, if kids now not knowing. Or having seen like the years of cartoons and right. comic books and stuff, or like, what? Kind of, they get a fucking van. That's dumb. <laughs> like they never, like they never have a van. You're like, as a kid, you're like, I had that van. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, turtle my van. turtle yeah. used to roam the living room. Right. In that van. <laughs> what do you agree? Oh, you agree with me there? Oh, Mister no. Too Cool for School couldn't go see the movie, but had the toy van. No, I didn't have the van. I just know the van you're talking about. Oh, okay. The, the shoots out the, the Ninja Turtles party bus. Yes. Yeah. Shoots pizzas out of it. Mm-hmm. Dude, my kids. My a lot kids. like Rob Gronkowski's party bus. <laughs> a lot of blow <laughs> and liquor. My my uh, my son kind of inherited my toy collection when I because uh, I had I, I I collected all of these Ninja Turtles when they came out because I thought they were cool. And uh, my son kind of inherited all that stuff from me uh, once he saw the Ninja Turtles for the first time. Uh, even though his generation had um, uh, the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, he mm. still was into those turtles. They were the thing. See, I that's where that's where my cutoff was. Yeah. I didn't I didn't ever get into the Power Rangers or uh, Pokemon. I wasn't ever into that. 
Yeah, all, all that stuff. Was, Even was Pogs, like, which were still in my time frame, I just, I like collecting them. I never, like, played whatever. I, I can see you collecting the sports Pogs, the basketball teams. Yeah, the I did teams. that. Well, there's some other ones, too. I can't remember now. Just cool-looking ones. Yeah. But I like the metal ones. What, the Slammers? Yeah, the Slammers. Called. I cared more about those. I collected those. I didn't really give a shit about. I didn't want to play anybody for them. I'm like, why? I don't want to give you these. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we have to do what? No, I don't want to win any of those. Right. Those aren't the ones I like. Yeah, I was too old for, for that stuff, but I knew it, and... I mean, I knew of of Pogs and and Power Rangers too, and I saw and I saw some of the Power Rangers stuff, but uh, some of the shows, but I never really got into it. I've been wanting to lately. I've been thinking about going back and watching Power Rangers, but I've got other stuff to do. <laughs> oh, well, there's a brand new Power Rangers coming out too. Yeah, and that, and that's what that's the. <laughs> And th- and that's what spawned me to think about doing that. But uh, I did. The, I did. The, I don't want to get off on a Power Rangers thing here. But um, the fake trailer that they put out last year uh, with Dawson James Vanderbeek, and I thought that was pretty cool. But anyway, back to let's go back to. All right, so let's get into the movie that we are here to talk about today. Um, Vic, why don't you guide us through the masterpiece known as Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, The Secret of the Ooze. So The Secret of the Ooze is the second part. Oh, real quick, though. Yep. We should mention, sorry, sorry. We should mention this. Um, there's gonna We have a new addition uh, to the show. Uh, that lovely waterfall sound you hear in the background oh, you're gonna, you're gonna point it out. live from Corey's kitchen is because Corey is slowly morphing into a supervillain and has added a shark tank <laughs> into his kitchen. So he literally has a giant tank that has sharks in it. And if um, at some point he goes off on a wild tangent about how he's planning on killing us and Phoenix's sharks, it'll probably be too early and we'll escape. So it's well, all no, wait, here's the problem. If he started now, he, be, bedtime is so soon. At that, <laughs> at that age, you got to get to sleep there's at so a much, good hour. There's so much yeah. more stuff for him. He's to already do. he had dinner two and a half hours ago. <laughs> I, I'm working on getting lasers for the, the tops of the shrimp. <laughs> so, yeah, so that. that gen- don't forget the waterproof of an electric. Well, we also sharks. we also get told a lot. Hey. We really love your podcast. It's like our white noise when we sleep. So we thought we would help out those people by adding a nice little waterfall ambiance into the background. There you go. Um, so, yeah. So, Vic, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, tell us about uh, the movie. Okay. So um, we are on the second installment of the Ninja Turtles. And uh, after following uh, their defeat of Shredder and uh, the fact that they had lost their home because uh, it had been found out. Uh, the Ninja Turtles end up moving in with April O'Neil and continue their ongoing love of pizza, which is where this movie starts off with uh, a young pizza delivery boy by the name of Chino. Who, Kino. Uh, Kino. Kino. Sorry, well, Kino. Wait, wait, isn't it kind of weird that they didn't... It was like they had continuity from the first movie, but didn't have continuity. Right. Like, they, they went by the same plot. It's supposed to take place like a day after... It seems like, yeah. ...the first one. But the guy that they just fought crime with for months, the April had a relationship with yeah. Casey Jones is nowhere to be just, found, just not even mentioned. Yeah, yeah, they they don't bring him up at all. But I th- I think it's again, you know. You, By like the way, you real that, quick, for stealing Corey's idea, of course. <laughs> that backlash uh, from you know, like you said, from uh, from the parents all being pissed off about the I guess the quote unquote violence. Um, of the first movie, I guess they just didn't want Casey Jones back in it. That or uh, he just decided I don't want to play a fucking 
Uh, well, they could have replaced character. them. I mean, they had no problem replacing April O'Neil. Yeah. I think it was more. I would think it was more the violence thing than anything more else. Anything. But yeah, everybody is obsessed with pizza, and I do remember that as a kid. Like that scene, even now when we were watching, it makes me want pizza. <laughs> and watching, yeah, like I said, it's it's not it's not a, it's it's a well known thing. Like New York City is it's huge on pizza. You can't turn a corner. And they showed like really good pieces of Without, pizza with yeah. the cheese, like huge yeah. slices. You can tell those are like movie pizza. slices. Yeah, I will literally fly to New York. And just to have pizza with my sister and fly the fuck back because that's like the best pizza ever. And I'm not fucking kidding. I've done it. Oh, so wow. <laughs> the, yeah, pizza the closest we have is Luca. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's not bad. It's not bad, but it definitely isn't. It isn't the same. Yeah. But so uh, Kino, I have been corrected enough. We'll try yeah. to remember because I will call he's, him Chino at least five more times. Mexican. Um, Kino uh, is the pizza delivery guy um, after we get uh, inundated with uh, just pizza everywhere uh, they find out that there's an order and Kino is delivering pizza to April O'Neil's uh, apartment which apparently makes orders to them on the regular um, so he is hops in onto his moped uh, with his pizza box in the back drops the pizzas in heads out to go deliver the pizza um, but then gets distracted oh but but also gets savage <laughs> he gets savage on that girl. That's true. She was talking shit. He, he's oh, like, yeah. he's like, you want to ride? And she's like, no, get life. And loser, he's like, call, call him a loser, right? Yeah. Or, <laughs> or no, in your dreams, loser. Yeah. And then he's like, he starts attacking her. Her weight. Well, no, he yeah. just says, yeah, yeah. If I'm gonna be dreaming, it's gonna be about someone thinner. <laughs> that way, oh, just savage. She's right yeah, there. He starts out early. Finish so uh, he gets to uh, his destination. And uh, he goes to deliver the pizzas, but he notices that there's two vans obscurely sitting in an alleyway, which in New York City is not an odd thing, but decides to go and investigate. Which I thought was just stupid, as far as writing goes. <laughs> I mean, it's, why he's got no reason to even go over there. It's just two vans. No, because he's just open. a good dude, man. Hey, he's like, that he looks saw, weird. He Let's saw check crime that happening, and he felt he, he had to do But he hey, didn't know it was crime. See something, do something, Corey. Exactly. See something, run the other way, because you probably... <laughs> well, that's Corey's philosophy. Yeah. So uh, Kino ends up going. He he walks into yeah, uh, but when Corey when Corey is see something, it just means a black person. <laughs> that's his something. that's his something. See something, lock doors. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, <laughs> he uh, he goes down into the uh, the into the uh, shopping mall. And he notices a bunch of guys down there who seem to be robbing the place as they are all wearing pantyhose on their head. And that is a lot of guys for two vans. I can't imagine them all getting in there. <laughs> to be fair, though, like they probably had to wear the pantyhose because, like, at this point, Shredder was still supposed to be dead. Right. So they probably didn't. Re- they probably didn't think they had the financing for like they had to cut back uniforms. Well, do you think these guys are really the foot? I don't think they were actually the foot. No, I don't think so. To, oh, to do you think these honest, were just the reason, regular yeah. burglars? I think they were just yeah, I think they're just robbing the place. Okay. But um so he goes down and 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 honestly, this movie starts off with him committing a crime because not only does he go down there and tell them to stop, but before they even lay a hand he on him, he starts cop. kicking their ass. No, he impersonated a cop. First. No, he didn't. He just said freeze. Like he was going to do said, a citizen's arrest. Yeah. But as soon well, as the guys start to walk fair, up to him, they start beating their ass. Well, but they weren't walking up just to chat. Well, I'm sure, but first contact—that's assault. <laughs> he knew they were. He knew they were criminals. He's, he's an arm. He's a weapon. <laughs> so he starts kicking their ass. Um, Do and you then, think those guys would want to press charges? <laughs> I don't think they would. Wait and for get the, the cops. police involved. Yeah, no, exactly. They, they'd probably chase him down. But uh, so as he's whipping their ass, more and more of them start flooding out of every building in this little <laughs> shopping gallery. There's like thirty or forty of them, and he's just standing there like, "Oh crap! What do 
I do now. Um, and as he's contemplating his his imminent demise by the stocking clad uh, group of ruffians, uh, the Ninja Turtles come down the staircase and uh, jump to his aid, uh, quickly shove him into a trash bin, I believe, after covering up with a sheet that they grabbed out and of he midair. Was stuck in there for the next five. Well, minutes. yeah, I mean. Look, I'm sure you got attacked by like bullies in high school that put you in a trash can. I would have put you in a trash can. Oh, thank you. <laughs> but uh, so Kino, uh, Kino steps really? back and uh, he's watching as the Ninja Turtles pretty much decimate these guys again, never drawing their weapons, never actually doing anything to harm them for the most part. Actually, the only person that actually hits anybody with anything uh, with one of his weapons is Donatello because it's just a stick. Yeah, and I, like he gets away with it, but like which we figured out, Donna, like Vic is the Donatello <laughs> of the showdown, and uh, his notorious texting because we noticed that later on when he's at the computer, <laughs> and I was like, yeah, like that's why it's not those aren't you know staffs he carries behind him; those are just big ass styluses, styluses so he can together. actually text the other turtles. <laughs> So um, they go about fighting these guys um, the best way they know how uh, without causing any real physical damage to anybody. Um, you know, Michelangelo, uh, Raphael, uh, fucking, I go through all of them. Leonardo uses a belt to whip one of their asses and hog ties a guy. Michelangelo uses um, two sausage links uh, and as nunchucks. And uh, Donatello suckers a guy into believing that he's a punching bag for some reason. I remember Michelangelo uses. Oh the yeah, like yeah he. Donatello does the the clown. Yeah. The yeah. 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 I remember thinking as a kid that this was the greatest comedy sequence in the history of film. <laughs> yeah. I just remember dying laughing every time I would watch it. And honestly like as 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 per se badly as the thing did in the box offices, I like the, whenever I saw it, everybody was cracking up about uh, it. I'm sorry. It, 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 what? Compared to the first one, it did badly. Hey, well, uh, I'm sorry, but budget of 25, you make 78.6. That's a success. That's not that's not 30%. Is it? Do the math. You make three times what you spent. Isn't that the idea? Uh, considering how much the first one made on a $15 million budget, it made over $100 million. That's it not made quite the success of the second one. Oh, well, $200 million. I'm going off the top of my head. But still, I mean, when you really think about it, that's, that's not quite as good as the first one. And they thought it was going to do better. But <laughs> obviously the changes that they forced them to make kind of, I think, kind of drew off, you know, what, what it was actually capable of doing. But um, so they go through the fight. Um, Michelangelo accidentally starts to uh, <laughs> tell Kino where he lives, um, even though I think Kino kind of figured out that there was something going on with all the pizza being ordered and then, you know, their their proclamation and then them stealing his pizzas when they get done beating. They up didn't the steal it. Nope. They left well, money. They and did, but he thought they going, stole it. But it was going to where he was taking right. it. They saved him a trip. He thought that they had stolen it first until he reached in the bag and grabbed the money. And then he realized, oh, they paid for it. He, he probably figured, oh, they probably lived there. That's probably when he figured it out. He's Asian. He, he can do the math. He <laughs> <laughs> can do the math fashion weekend, huh? Where do you think the turtles got the money? April? April. Yeah. She's, she's their sugar mama. Mm. Okay. I mean... Um, but they return home. Lots of shit drops into the sewer, too. You'd be amazed how much change probably drops into the sewer. 
Yeah, well, that's but they weren't living in the That's sewer, how they were paying for it before. Yeah, but yeah. They were, I figured they he was going to ask a question, but it never came up, like, how are they doing it when they live in the sewer? But I, I, I guessed I, I expected to, too much. To. <laughs> I expected so too back much. to the apartment. So they get back to the apartment. Um, April is coming home um, at about that time, uh, and she meets up with some, uh, some of her uh, fellow residents who don't like the fact that she spends so much time uh, doing jazzercise and aerobics in her, in her apartment. So... Um, she uh they they start questioning like what the hell is she doing up there and then everyone's like oh it's the turtles in her house because we weren't supposed to know that that's exactly where they were but we we knew so she gets up there um the turtles are had climbed in through the window um as that seems to be their 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 most useful well they can't go through the point. lobby Vic. well yeah but that's their most useful entry and exit point as i was pointing out um however this pizza thing kind of irks me the entire time because you don't treat a good pizza this way oh, yeah. like they're just walking yeah, like that's the pizza what held hanging up, sideways that's what got Vic held up on the movie <laughs> it was annoying out of me it wasn't the four <laughs> giant talking fucking turtles Look, we that were, were fighting crime that part one movie ago it was, it was the uh, it was the mishandling of the pizza but like i said it has one of those little uh table things in the middle that's <laughs> what kept it in place that's what those are for they're mistreating the pizza it was it was quite annoying so uh they get there they start eating and uh they just start having general conversations. Then they weren't supposed to be going out in the first place. Master Shredder uh, is a uh, splinter is upstairs and uh, they, they're not supposed to have gone outside because he doesn't want them seen it. Obviously from the, the previous movie, we know that he doesn't want anyone to know that they're there. Um, so they start, you know, chowing down on their pizza. April is kind of, I think she's frustrated and fed up with them being there because the place is a mess and she wants them to be cleaner. And even at one point she grabs her, uh, her, some napkins for them to, to, to eat over. And they're like, what the hell do we need those for? And she's like, fuck it. And she throws them all over the place. So, I mean, technically it's her own fault. She invited them there. But I think that her real sentiment was, get the fuck out of my house. <laughs> I've already had all that turtle dick. <laughs> <laughs> I've tried each of you. I'm done. I'm not doing the rat, though. <laughs> so uh, they decided they're going to you know, they're gonna go and look for They're going to clean up her house and try to make things better for her. Um, and they, they then... We find out that in their conversation, they're talking about the fact that they had defeated the Shredder. Um, and right about that time, we cut to uh, the junkyard, or I guess it would be the landfill, uh, where we see a Shredder fist uh, come pop out of the, 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 the crap, and we know that Shredder is still around. Um, the Foot Clan, which is where I was questioning the whole, the whole concept, what's the time frame between the first one to the second one? It's not real clear, but obviously there's been a lot of changes. Because uh, April's got a better job, which maybe she picked up, you know, along the way. But Shredder, apparently, I mean, if you get crushed in a in a trash can and taken to the to the landfill, like how long are you supposed to survive like that? I and mean, that's that's my real question. And then he just kind of pops up. But the Foot Clan apparently had had a plan to meet at a junkyard in place that was like their rally point if they got defeated by the turtles. So uh, I guess Shredder also shows up there, and they're all surprised as they thought he was dead. Um, and what was the, uh, I can't remember the other guy's name. Tatsu. Tatsu. Uh, he is pissed off all the time. <laughs> I don't think there's any other demeanor for him, but he doesn't say much, but he's always mad. And uh, they show up, and they're like, well, is this all that, sur- this all that survived? I didn't realize that like the Ninja Turtles had killed any of them. <laughs> so when only like six of them show back up the rest of them just quit they're like fuck it there's live there's turtles there's a guy mm-hmm. in a hockey mask and uh they kicked our ass i'm done i'm just gonna go do my homework now i just realized where i'd seen the dude that played shredder where what he was from what he was he was on lost that's what i remember dr chang 
Okay. All right, move on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then. So, uh... <laughs> <laughs> I, I like how I just brought the show to a stop. Shredder rolls up and uh, decides, you know, he's gonna... He's going to, uh... uh he find takes a way, shit back over, right? Yeah, find a way to de- defeat the turtles because he's embarrassed. You know, he got beat by a rat. He got thrown in a du- in a in a in a trash can, dropped off at a at a uh, at a landfill, and his entire crew consists of like fifteen teenagers, a really pissed off Asian guy um, that can't talk, and you know he's 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 in a dump. Um, so apparently, he still has spies because somehow Tatsu assigned one of his guys to. Work with April O'Neil, yeah, and as a cameraman, be, yeah, and be her. Well, his her grip because the cameraman was there too. I guess he's just the, the guy holding the cable. And like, how do they get these people into these jobs? And like, isn't he a little old for a teenager? Because you know they only hire teenagers. So I'm not quite sure where he fits into that whole scheme of things. But he's still spying on her and uh, lets them know that uh, when she does her interview with uh, the doctor who is responsible for Professor Jordan Perry, which is uh, the head researcher for Techno Global Research Industries, TGRI, yes. Tiger. Uh, and he has explained to her that they Thank are God the- it's Rhode Island <laughs> Yeah, nobody thinks God it's Rhode Island So he just proclaims to uh, April That they're trying to do the best they can To clean up all of the sludge that they found in the uh, Buried underneath of the their, their ooze, former site will. And uh, as they are the cleaning ooze. this stuff up They find out that It has some strange properties That cause things to grow extremely large And extremely fast in the form of a gigantic dandelion, at which one of the researchers just grabs it. Is it dandelion <laughs> or dandelion? Uh, I think it's a dandelion, isn't it? I say dandelion. Da- you say dandelion? Mm-hmm. Is it like tomato, tomato? Yeah, I think so. Dandelion. I so. I've always said dandelion. I know people say dandelion. Um, I guess it's regional. I guess none of us are exempt. <laughs> so yeah, they discover the giant dandelion. The giant dandelion. Exactly. Which two people pick out of the ground? Yeah, because the idiot, the idiot spy, runs over and grabs one too and takes off with it. Well, he has. The, he goes to show uh, Splinter and Rodriguez. <laughs> Well, by the way, if you don't shredded, know, Robert, we have to, we have to, we have to credit that yes. reference. You just um, did a me, by the way. The there is a video on YouTube um, by uh, what is the? I'm gonna find the account. Like the, okay. this guy deserves to be. Well, while you look that up, credited. Two people pick those da- the dandelions yet, and then it says contaminated, contaminated. Yeah. Yet they're not protected at right. all. And that, that, that whole point was, was like, so they know that it's like it's toxic waste of some sort. The EPA is after them to clean it up, but they're going to run around grabbing oddly sized uh, vegetation off of out of the dirt in this area without any real thought of consequences as to what could possibly happen to them for doing so. Uh, so this kid delivers the flower to Shredder, who is a little pissed off that he sends him to spy on, on uh, April to find out where the turtles are. And he brings him back a big fucking flower. <laughs> Hang on real quick. And that is Ronley Brown. You can search on YouTube. Ronley Brown. It is the Teenage Mutant Nigga. Turtles. And it is him dubbing over clips from the first and second movie. And As Urban is, Turtles. Yeah, it is hilarious. <laughs> and Shredder tells uh, Tatsu that he doesn't deserve an Asian name, so he's going to call him a Mexican name. So he just keeps calling him Hector and Rodriguez and just all these generic 
uh, Hispanic names through the whole thing. And it's <laughs> hilarious. There's like 11 episodes. They're like five minutes long. Go watch it. Very funny. Sorry. But after you listen to, to us. Yes. But we have. I want to make sure we plug that because that's very funny. It is, and it, it, it needs to be mainstream. Everyone should have seen these. They're so good. <laughs> we, okay. we want to give them at least five more downloads. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and three of us are right here. <laughs> um, so then uh, they come back to the, we're back at the apartment, right? Uh, yeah, they actually um, Shredder decides that he wants he wants to know more about this. Whatever it was, this this chemical that caused those flowers to grow because he figures he can use it to defeat the turtles. Um, so he's going back to find out what's going on. So you go back to the turtles and they find they've found uh, they get back and they've been watching the whole thing on the news. They've been watching the whole thing on the news is obviously they are infatuated with getting into April O'Neil's pants. Um, so they spent the entire day watching this as did Master Shredder uh, Splinter. I keep fucking that up. <laughs> as did Master Splinter, who uh, also has seen what's going on and is now worried for some well, reason that we don't know why. Yeah, and April gets home and she looks around and she's curious. Sky. Uh, where's Splinter? He's been up on the roof ever since he saw your report. Really? Doing what? Coming. (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny. It had to be intentional, right? It had to be. It had to be intentional. It's just so perfect. Somebody in there was going, (laughs) let's throw this in here and see if anybody catches it. The pause. Uh, where's Splinter? He's been up on the roof ever since he saw your report. Really? Doing what? Coming. Because, <laughs> okay, let's look at that. So, what's he? What, where's Splinter? He's been up on the roof ever since he saw your report. Yeah. And then she seems creeped out. Yeah. Like, like doesn't, doesn't she sound, weird. listen to it again, doesn't she sound creeped out when he tells her he's been up on the roof ever since? Sky? Uh, where's Splinter? He's been up on the roof ever since he saw your report. Really? Doing what? Coming. <laughs> See that there was there was a hint. Of, she said, of uh, "Really? Uh, really? Fuck's he doing up there? <laughs> coming, <laughs> coming." And there and there was. A and they're pause. all they are all like shocked at <gasps> the statement. Yeah, like, and there and and the, here's the thing: it's the pause, right? That he takes after after he, says, after he says it. Coming. Yeah, and he's like. To a conclusion. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What? Hold on. Why did you just say that all in one breath? Why yeah. did you make that creepy pause? <laughs> that was so funny. It's definitely Guys? something that should not be there. Uh, where's Splinter? <laughs> He's been up on the roof ever since he saw your report. Really? Doing what? Coming. <laughs> <laughs> As you can see, and this is now uh, Brad's favorite part uh, of the entire movie. So good. <laughs> So funny. Okay, so so then he reveals to the turtles. He reveals that that's the secret of the ooze. Uh, you know, <gasps> suddenly have the name of the movie. Um, he shows them. He's like, "You've seen this before, but you did not know what it was." And it's the broken canister um, of ooze, which again. <laughs> this ties back into multiple things. One, that thing came through the gutter, fell in the gutter, broke open. Douse Splinter, douse the turtles, and we know the storyline from the last movie, so we don't need to go into the whole thing. Um, however, he never explained to them, I guess, as to you know that How this was are... the reason why they were 
Like, I think at some point this conversation would have been had. Like, you guys know you don't look like anybody else out there. You don't look like me. I'm, I'm obviously not your real father. Like, none of you have any fur. Um, but, you know, at some point you tell the turtles about their illegitimate father. You know? How exactly did they learn to be ninjas? And don't say from Splinter. Because he was just a rat before he turned. Did you not watch the other movie? No. Told you. Too you well. didn't see the first one? No. But in the comics, how did that happen? It's the same storyline. He okay. was a he was a Roshikagi's pet rat, and he basically spent all this time them. watching him do this. So then, when he became Splinter, when he got doused, he became Splinter. He basically remembers all the things that he had learned. As I mean, his mindset doesn't change. He's still who he is. He just becomes sentient at that point and learns how to do how to do martial arts. Okay, learned from his master who. That's 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 the actual storyline. That's, that's they don't call from. him Student Splinter. Corey. <laughs> he becomes the master. Um, so Bader. <laughs> you got crickets during the loser game shows. <laughs> so uh, he goes on to explain to them, you know, the, the the history of the ooze and where it came from. Um, and after he does this, they they go back to the doctor. Um, who is at professor. his lab, the professor, sorry, who is at his lab trying to dispose of the ooze. Now, this is one of my problems with this is they were pulling up drums of this shit out of the ground. Like they showed cranes with drums of it coming out of the ground. He is apparently taking those drums, emptying them into these little ass vials <laughs> and then disposing of them through his whatever his little machine is. That looks like the, the, the TARDIS. I think from he Dr. Had, I think he had an ulterior motive. And which we never learned. The old man? Yeah. He was professor. he was literally trying to dispose of it. Like that's what he was doing that's at that what console said. was just disposing of that's it. That's what he said, but by putting them into the smaller containers and then and then doing something. I think there was something else he was wanting to do, but he just got interrupted by Shredder. So what you're saying is this is actually a romance movie. No. He was he was clearly just disposing of the ooze. Like That's what he said. Okay, so moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, uh, while this is all going on, Shredder had figured out where his lab was. So they attack uh, the the Foot Clan attacks, and um, uh, the Silent One huffs and puffs, and all the ninjas show up, and they they take like four or five vials of this shit from him, which mysteriously turns into one vial at some point. I don't know what they did with the rest of it, and then they use it and it they end up with another vial so i don't know exactly how many of these things they had but apparently uh, uh shredder took a shit ton of it from him um and then they kidnapped the doctor because obviously he's the only one professor. That knew what's going on professor um but he takes the professor knowing that the ninja turtles had nothing to do with this guy like how is he supposed to know how the ninja turtles became ninja turtles when he had nothing to do with the the development of the ninja turtles <laughs> I feel like you're thinking about the plot more than they were, Vic. It's possible. It's Probably possible. so. I should have written this thing. Anyway, there would have been a lot less uh, less question. But uh, so they progress on to uh, he kidnaps him and he decides that if this is what they can do to the turtles, then maybe I can make my own force of super creatures to uh, to battle um, against uh, the, uh, the Ninja Turtles, so that's why they're there. So as he's disposing of all of these different, you know, containers of crap, and they attack, uh, the Ninja Turtles also figure out where he is and show up just in time to try to stop them from taking all of the uh, ooze. 
um, and a fight ensues that, again, is ridiculous because there's no actual contact of any kind. But <laughs> um, they go through a fight. They fight for a little while. They do some chair surfing. Uh, and eventually, uh, what's his name? The, the the angry one. Tatsu. Tatsu. Uh, Carlos. <laughs> grabs a, a, a golf ball and throws it on the ground and ninjas vanish. Um, after he throws it at the feet of the Ninja Turtles instead of their own to cause a smoke bomb so they can get away. Yeah, and then basically they get they get away with the ooze and they force the professor to use it on like a wolf and a snapping turtle uh, to create what he thinks is going to be mutant, like uh, yeah, his mutant army. His own yeah, mutant army counterpart. His evil turtles, basically. Um, but... Unfortunately, uh, doesn't work that way because the best laid plans of uh, Shredder and and his Foot Clan are not very well. The little babies, little little babies, Corey. The little, they're just little babies, (laughs) little babies. That's creepy watching you do that. Little (laughs) little babies, Corey. So the doctor, uh, the doctor, they don't know anything about the world, Corey. The little babies, little tiny babies. So, (laughs) and the turtles are trying to find a new place to live. Yes, they go to this shitty ass, dirty, filthy spider web infested. Well, they're walking to the sewer, and they're they're like, "We got to find this." And Raphael takes off again. Uh, as he tends to do, he just runs off, gets pissed off, and runs. Kind away. of a dick. Yeah, he's, he's that's a bit what of a I dick. like about him. He's rather dickish, and that would be the Brad of the uh, yeah. Turtles. Uh, just so hates he runs everyone, off. and I get it. Just he hates runs the world. off and uh, disappears, and leaves them to do all the work, finding a place for them to live. And and uh, Michelangelo falls in a hole, which Michelangelo is tends to do shit like that. And uh, they just happen to stumble upon one of the great secrets of the New York subway system, uh, the underground uh, terminal under uh, City Hall that uh, is still actually there, and that's what they use for that. Um, However, they had power. They apparently had phones. They had, like, cars that were there fully lit. They had a pay phone they could walk around with. They had the first mobile. They had a very early mobile phone. (laughs) Very early mobile phone. At which they, they contacted uh, April, April to see if she had seen Raphael, <laughs> which Raphael was with them like mere moments before they decided <laughs> to make this phone call. Then she was at work. So at what point would Raphael? <laughs> the teenagers. Raphael? Life, life moves too fast. <laughs> um, well, when we were watching it, you made mention that you had seen her boss somewhere. Yeah. You know who that was? I don't. That was the director. Was it? Of the movie, yes. <laughs> and the guy that told her... That she had a phone call was one of the guys that was in the costume in one of the turtle costumes. Yeah, he just wanted he wanted people to see his face. Yeah, he just wanted to get out of the goddamn costume. <laughs> He's like, this thing is hot. <laughs> They're like, hey, we don't have to pay him extra to play a turtle. You must become a turtle. <laughs> um, yeah, so <laughs> they uh, they they end up finding out that uh, the like the clan uh, end up because they get Kino to. Uh, infiltrate, infiltrate into the yep. foot. 
Because apparently the Foot have signs up all over New York City saying that they're they're auditioning. I think they had one ads. <laughs> yeah. To be fair, ISIS is kind of doing that now, and we're all just, you know, okay. <laughs> we don't pay any attention to it. I'm not joining, so what do I care? So, yeah, Kino shows up at the at the audition. There's like seven or eight other guys there who are much older and bigger than he is, mm-hmm. obviously. Um, and uh, the guy comes out and says, all right, here's what's going to happen. Shredder's like, ugh, too old. <laughs> he likes them young. I want a young boy. He likes the ones that can't go to jail for him, that kind of thing. He's at 19. He's only got one more year. <laughs> we have to get rid of him. He's going to age out. So uh, they have him go, and we find out that where Raphael has disappeared to is him and Kino have decided that they are going to uh, to infiltrate the foot, like you said. They're um, going to, however, they're going to press their luck. <laughs> Kino, exactly gambling, Corey. Yes. However, he uh, gambling. They were told not to do this. By Master Shredder, who told them to stay away. Master Splinter, who told them to stay away from the <laughs> Foot Clan, and and they just decided that we're going to do this shit anyway. So he goes in, and he, you know, they have they have an audition, and the audition is um, a sparring match with another guy, and the winner um, gets taken uh, to the next level. Yeah, it was and. <laughs> yeah. So after he beats everybody's ass, apparently, because um, when you have a tough street gang of ninjas. You know, they have to fight with fully uh, regulation uh, pad, foot pads and, and gloves on, which kind of tr- made me laugh a little bit. Uh, he beats all of them. And uh, did you notice that last guy that he whipped his ass? They all kind of jumped on him after he went when they were walking away. They all like ran over and like grabbed him to see if he was OK. Uh-uh. Like the entire everybody that was in that room ran over to that guy after he beat him. And they were like, are you all right? Are you OK? Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, like, a weird what? place to show compassion. Yeah. All of a sudden. So uh, they take him back and they say, okay, well, if you're going to make it to, the, to, to be a true uh, foot ninja, you need to steal all the bells off of this mannequin without ringing it. And if you ring it, you fail. Now, this kid just kicked everybody's ass in that other room. So if he rings one bell, you're not going to let him in. Because the main thing you need is someone who can kick someone's ass, right? Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, you're already hanging up signs. It's not like you're trying to be quiet. And it's not like you have a whole lot of people because that room only had like six ninjas in it Mm -hmm. (laughs) in uniform. So here's the funny thing about that. Well, go ahead and and, and explain how it. So he tells him that ninjas work in 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 silence and in uh, in in the shadows. So he throws down a smoke bomb. Raphael runs in and they turn the volume off on the sound machine and he picks all the bells off and hands them to Kino. Which, when the smoke dissipates, he's got every bell off of the mannequin, and uh, Raphael is very proud of his, uh, his, his capability of doing so. Now, here's the funny thing. Uh, I think it's later on, Splinter talks about uh, being quiet, like ninjas are always quiet, and they can never do it. Yet, no. in this one scene, he's able to do it. Well, he ha- they all have the ability to do it, they just don't see the point They just it. don't do they it. They are giant green teenage turtles. What is the point of being quiet? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, once that has had, once that cat's out of the bag, there ain't no putting it back in there. Like, there's no point in really trying to be mm-hmm. trying to be silent to that point. So uh, Kino gets accepted, and they tell him they're going to take him to the next step, which I thought this was the last test, but apparently not because they have to take him to their uh, to their pervo uh, <laughs> their pervo center in the uh, in the middle of this giant fucking junkyard that has like a fifty foot wall of tires around it, perfectly designed for you know your rakish rogues gallery of bad guys. Um, they take him there to uh, to meet the to meet the uh, the shredder and. Uh, as they're walking in, they get busted, basically. Um, but prior to that is when we were talking about uh, Toka and Razor, 
who the doctor, and this is why I don't think you're getting the whole doctor's thing. The doctor created them purposely to be idiots because he didn't want them to be a weapon that Shredder could use against them. Yeah, but... So what was his agenda? I don't, I don't, I'm not so sure about that because when the Ninja, when the Ninja Turtles were born, they started out, as, at least according to the cartoon credit, opening credits, they started out as little things and then they started to get, and grow and get bigger. So they did go through that whole phase of, you know, being little kids basically and, and growing and up so yeah so this should be the same thing for these no they actually said that they accelerated their growth he manipulated it to accelerate their growth because that's what shredder told yeah, him yeah their growth would have been would have been exceeded but not their their mental capacity. yeah but he retarded the serum so that they would come out they would stay their their brain wouldn't grow as fast as their bodies did that was the point i of think it. Corey's retarded so. <laughs> i think he missed a bunch of this but so they make Tokar and Razor, and Tokar is uh, is a giant snapping turtle, and Razor is a wolf, and uh, they are much bigger and larger than the Ninja Turtles. Uh, they they have to be if you say the Ninja Turtles were like six foot, they have to be like seven seven and a half feet tall, and uh, basically gigantic babies um, that imprint themselves as animals do on the first thing they see, which is Shredder, and they decide that they're that he's their mommy, so they're gonna do whatever he asks them to do. Oh. So um, he's going to use them to destroy the turtles, which, I mean, it's not a bad plan when you really think about it, because obviously he can't destroy them because they kicked his ass last time. But uh, he decides that he doesn't want them, so he's just going to get rid of them if he can. Um, but then he realizes that there is probably a good idea to keep him keep them around in order to take out the turtles. Um, Raphael gets captured uh, in the in the process, um, and he tells Kino to run and go get his brothers, which he promptly does however walking right back into the same place where uh they their brother just got busted by got caught by like all of these guys just seems kind of silly to me um so they go in and they walk right in the middle of a trap and they get caught up in a net and my first response to that net was if only someone had a sword that could cut a rope net open so that they could get out (laughs) not in this movie but apparently uh, the parents that allow their kids to see this movie don't think it's okay to do that, but it is okay for a rat to fire an arrow at his teenage sons <laughs> <laughs> to release them from said That's trap. That's okay. He didn't hit them. <laughs> what was that? That voice was creeping him out a minute ago, and now he has adopted it. <laughs> Why is it that every time I say something, it's got to get the loser... The game show loser sound. Because I control the sounds. See? You were right. (laughs) (laughs) However, uh, a a point about this, though, is that scene where they actually drop out of that net. One of the guys, one of the stuntmen in there um, broke his ankle. (laughs) No. As they were dropping out of the net. Which didn't seem like it was really that high to me, honestly. But I guess, you know. You never know what could happen. However, it did seem kind of a little ridiculous. Like, whoever was controlling that crane, the entire time, Splinter's like, hey, move it closer. No, no, a little closer. No, I was like, okay, so you were going to drop the Ninja Turtles onto those spiky things that you had set up. How many times did you need to really tell that guy, move the crane over the spiky things and let them go? Like, that was the plan in the first place, right? Just move it over the spiky things. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure only one instruction needed to really be said about that, but apparently Shredder is a micromanager. <laughs> I like so. the idea of him calling them spiky things. <laughs> 
Yeah, that's how the, that's how the Ninja Turtles are playing. And again, they get into a big fight with the Ninja Turtles. And they look like the Foot Clan is the worst Ninja Clan ever. Well, yeah. Is it just me? Because they can't seem to beat nothing. Did you not see the cartoon? <laughs> them or the, uh, the, the old Star Wars... Stormtroopers, yeah, stormtroopers. The worst, sh- the worst oh, shots that's... in the universe. <laughs> um, yeah, they so did they, improve in the new one though, so that's good. They get into the big fight, um, and then they end up they ended up creating a uh, an antidote that right. they had to get them to ingest. Well, they find out they, they first they find out that that Tokar and Razor exist because they just about kicked their ass. Yeah, and they escape down a manhole cover in the middle of the junkyard. Um, and escape and decide and uh, rally back to their their base. Now they have taken the professor with them um, when they escaped, and uh, him and Donatello come up with a plan on how to stop Tokar and Razor um, by creating an anti mutagen. Because the professor tells them that when Shredder told him that he had to make them make him monsters, he did something to the serum so that they would not be smart. So he turned them into raving idiots so that they wouldn't be as dangerous as they could be. But I kind of think if you give something that big and that strong, no brain, you could have a problem of its own. Um, And Shredder sets them loose on the city and they basically destroy everything, thinking that they're playing a game. So uh, it, it does come true. Um, which that scene again, like nobody shows up to help. Like the Ninja Turtles are like, ah, just let him fucking rampage. And the police are just like nowhere to be found until the next morning. <laughs> yeah. So, and that's where they said, uh, they set it up where they tell the turtles that they're going to release him in the central park. If they don't meet him up for a fight. Right. Because they, they let him loose in a, in a, in a, meet, did I just say meet him up for yeah. a fight? <laughs> they, they let him loose in a, uh, give that to you me. know, in a, in a, that's for me quiet residential area where the only people around were two old people trying to get into a cab, but they tore the place up. Um, so they come up with this anti-ooze stuff. Is it ever called ooze in this entire movie? Yeah. Yeah. Raphael. Yeah, he, was, he refers hey, to it. It ain't whatever. It's ooze. During remember? the fight with Shredder. No, I didn't. Must not no, it wasn't a fight with Shredder. It was, uh, he's talking to somebody else. And they refer to it as goo or something. He's like, hey, it's ooze. <laughs> so they Get make, it right. They make Be this. Be respect. Put, put some respect on. <laughs> put some respect on my ooze. So they, they, uh, they create this pink gunk that looks like vomit. <laughs> and uh, Y'all finished? Y'all done? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Birdman. <laughs> put some respect on my name. Wow. Uh, um, Sorry, go ahead. It's a pretty good pull. Uh, so they uh, they come up with the anti-mutagen, and he explains to them that they need to uh, to give this to them. They're like, oh, well, you know, we'll just uh, inject it on them or something. He's like, no, they have to eat it. So they're like, oh, so we have to get near their mouths. That's great. So they mm-hmm. come up with this plan uh, to feed it to them, and they move to uh, – they go to their uh, the designated meeting place, which was not Central Park at all. Um, no, they had. Was it, was no, there, they were going to release them, them go? into Central Park if, if they, they didn't, didn't meet him at the construction site. Oh, okay, gotcha. And then yeah, so they start uh, fighting. Yeah. And uh, then uh, Raphael gets thrown into a wall. Yeah. <laughs> that that is uh, separating this huge fight at this construction well, site. Hold on. Before that. They, they they have to give them the, 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 the ice cubes that they've created and they put inside of donuts. And they tell them that they have to they have to observe the tradition of the pre fight donut 
and everyone's like all of the ninja, all of the foot clan are like pre-fight donut i didn't know anything about this how come no one ever told us about this pre-fight donut like they were all interested in this ceremony that they didn't know anything about <laughs> so they were all fooled um they managed to give Toka and razor one donut each that they scarfed down and then for whatever reason razor realizes there's something inside of the donut and I couldn't figure out exactly how he figured this out, but he crushes the donut and there's an ice cube in there, which has, has this thing ever seen an ice cube? Like, why would he think that that was something bad? Like, I'm, I'm not sure. Yeah. But uh, so they proceed to start to try to fight them. Now, they're inside of a construction zone, right? And all of a sudden, all these ninjas show up and they are standing right in front of this gate. And the gate opens up and Toka and Razor come out of it. They never saw them standing in there. <laughs> Like, how did they miss them in there? Oh. Like, I would have walked over and locked that gate just to make sure they stayed in there. <laughs> Probably the same way everybody at the... Uh, so, they bust in, and it's a Vanilla Ice concert. <laughs> everybody paid good money yeah. to see Vanilla Ice. It's a Vanilla Ice concert. Ninja. Ninja. Rap. That was your contribution? Yep. Yep. Yeah. I was uh, thinking it was going to be something a little more. Well, I... Uh, the dance was visual, so it wouldn't now, work. Now, was podcast. this did did uh, was this Vanilla Ice's first appearance in the movie, or was he? No. In, did, he did he have his movie go before ninja, this? Go ninja, go, go ninja, go ninja, go, go ninja, go ninja, go, 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 go. <laughs> That's him warming up. <laughs> um, He's got to get into it. It's so funny. <laughs> and nobody at the concert just seems to mind that no, they, these yeah, well, creatures. I have... mean, at least at least they kind of talked it away because uh, Kadeem Hardison, uh, who's not credited in the movie, and uh, the chick in the red dress, uh, they're both looking at each other like, what the fuck is going on? And he's like, oh, this, this, this club is great. Check out those costumes. They look so real. So, like, at least they kind of play it off a little bit, which is the only time they've ever done that in any of these movies. <laughs> yeah, and they, they end up... Uh, Getting into a dance battle. Getting into a dance battle. <laughs> With Tokai and Reza, who apparently can't dance. Uh, and they fight them uh, and try to and realize that the, that the mutagen isn't working. Um, I guess because they swallowed it, but it was it's an ice form, and they needed it to disperse in their system. Um, so they need to figure out a way to do it. So while they're fighting, uh, the professor explains to them, uh, well, him and Donatello have a conversation that says, well, we need them to disperse this stuff into their system, and the only way to get them to do that is to make them burp. And the only way to make them burp is to apparently knock them over and shove fire extinguishers in their mouth, uh, which they had to hope that they were carbon dioxide fire extinguishers. Well, that's, that's what I, that's how I, you know, after I used to feed my daughter when she was a baby. She's <laughs> like, come on, baby, I would burp. throw her down and put a fire extinguisher in her mouth. <laughs> then no problems. We're all good after that. Dis- distended belly, but hey, what's the, what's the big deal? So they finally get these idiots to, to, to they get them loaded up with this thing and they go to sleep for whatever reason. It puts them to sleep and they proceed to uh, to to dance and have a good time and and proclaim their victory. Yet they forgot that fucking Shredder is nowhere to be seen until he comes busting through a speaker. I, I think he did. Is that what he went through? It was like a giant speaker. Like he I just kind he of just appeared came through the on wall, stage, right? I thought it was a giant speaker. He came, like, bust out of the cool, like the Kool Aid fucking man. Oh yeah, and just shows up on stage with a giant bottle of mutagen, which the ooze they had just used to make fucking Tokar and Razor. All of a sudden, he's got a whole nother bottle of that shit. It's literally like they can go to the store and buy it because they only had one bottle of it when they left. 
And this is like the third bottle they've come up with. So he's threatening to uh, to use it for whatever reason. But I'm thinking if you just throw it on the crowd, it's not really going to do a whole lot to hurt them at first. So it was kind of a veiled threat. Um, and then he takes the chick who, for whatever reason, followed the Ninja Turtles up onto the stage. <laughs> she is a groupie. Groupie bitches. Right? <laughs> Can't do anything about them. Her and her boyfriend actually go up on stage and uh, Shredder uh, takes her hostage. Um, and threatens to use the little tiny vial of mutagen that he had in his belt for whatever reason, just in case, I guess, uh, on her if they if they didn't um, give up. And they don't. So while he's distracted yelling at them, Michelangelo and Donzello, is it Michelangelo or Raphael? I don't know, two of them, uh, amp up, turn the, mic, the speaker up all the way as loud as it'll go, and Michelangelo hits the synth uh, guitar, and send Shredder flying about 135 feet out the side of the building, um, which this building is not built to code <laughs> because they knocked uh, Raphael through a wall that fell down on top of everybody, and then they just launched Shredder out of a, out of a wall that should have probably been a lot stronger than it was um, onto the pier, and uh, they then proclaimed their victory again. Yet we figured out that Shredder doesn't die that easy. Uh, because he came back once, he's probably going to come back again, and he does, and he comes back as Super Shredder. <laughs> yeah. A ginormous, 10-foot-tall, uh, behemoth version of Shredder. Um, he looks like uh, he looked like a 7-foot uh, world heavyweight champion who could beat Bob Backlund in five <laughs> seconds five for the world championship. <laughs> That's oh, right. But wait. It was Kevin Nash all along. Oz. Yes. Big sexy. <laughs> Big sexy. Diesel. So Trump supporter. <laughs> Allegedly. No, he's wearing there's a picture I, of him wearing a shirt. Yeah, but wasn't he just trolling everybody? No, maybe. But yeah. um anyway. That cat's out of the bag ain't going back either. But uh yeah, so Super Shredder comes up, but like really doesn't do shit because he just starts like taking out the dock. Yeah. Or whatever. He's just like pissed off. Also, apparently, mutagen can change your clothes as well because his helmet grew along with yeah. the rest of all, everything. Yeah, more he had spikes. On him. Yeah, and they're all like, I will say this though, I like that Shredder more than I did the one in the newer one. I thought that was way too much CGI Gens- and shit Gensu with the Shredder. suit, with the suit, and just way the too much. Yeah, and- <laughs> but uh, yeah, he he just starts taking out all the like, you know, the fucking. The support support beam beams the and dock. everything, and they're like, "Hey, dude, you're just gonna kill all of us." And he's like, "All right, whatever. <laughs> I didn't like life anyways. I was how, reaching out for help." Do you know how stupid I look in this giant Ginsu helmet? <laughs> and you realize that? Okay, f- finish what happened in that scene, and then I'll and then I'll. Well, just the there. thing collapses, and he is dead. And the turtles escape because they remembered that the, they're turtles, and they can they can, they swim, can hold their breath and underwater. Hold their breath, yeah, so they just. They just jumped in the water. Which the entire time he's taking out the support structure, I'm like, hey, like they're all worried they're going to die. I'm like three inches to the right or the left and you guys are alive. Like, well, plus you have shells. <laughs> exactly. Like tuck in. Yeah. And just, you, know. you realize that through the whole movie, they never actually fought Shredder. Yeah. Never, never once. Of course, I, they, they didn't have anything to fight with, I guess. Wow. Well. And. and thinking about it now <laughs> there was they didn't have their their size or their kind well they had all of them they just never pulled them out yeah. to use them they that were stuck was, to their back that was the problem and then we go back and uh they're we're back at the apartments and uh april reads a note on the air 
from Professor thanking the turtles for saving him. My name. And yeah, and everything <laughs> else. And Splinter's just sitting there like, this motherfucker. <laughs> like, I am trying to keep these fools quiet and shit ain't happening. And then he tells them, like, they show up and he's like, uh, hey, I thought y'all motherfuckers were gonna, we're gonna be quiet out there. supposed to be fucking ninjas. Yeah. No, did anyone see you? And they're like, no, of course not. And then he holds up the paper. And it has them on the cover of it, and he just starts going, Go, ninja, go, ninja, go. Okay, so... I made it funny. <laughs> Again, these are the fastest fucking newspapers ever printed in life. He has a printed newspaper before they get home. Now that, now that you say that, yeah. How the hell did that happen? Before they even get back to the lair, which is only me. down the street, apparently. You know what? That's more believable than Vanilla Ice freestyling that rap. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> He came up with that thing on the fly like a boss. <laughs> and then, well, no, I'm not saying it was very good, but just like from him, it's like you didn't think of that yeah. on the spot. <laughs> come on, come on, Ice. <laughs> Vanel- v, V, come on. Let's talk. Let's 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 be 100. Let's keep it 100. Who did that for you? Uh, all right, we'll come right back with uh, the results. We'll find out if uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2: Secret of the Ooze is a survivor. Uh, so enjoy these quick announcements from our sponsors. It's commercial time. Corey, where can the people yes. find you at? You can find me. Oh, no, not even close. Vic, where can the people find you at? You can find me online at MillerKing51 on internet. And you can find me playing Xbox Live, especially Overwatch right now, which is one of the greatest fucking games ever. Uh, from Blizzard Entertainment, free plug. At Black and Angry, that's B-L-A-Q and Angry. Fuck you. Greatest game manufacturer ever. I will yes. Yes. One third of this this fucking podcast is mine, and I will give them props because they deserve it. So there. Blizzard, you better give us some money. (laughs) You can find me at bradscottcomedy.com. We have links to social media on there as well. Uh, Most of them are at bradscottcomedy. Follow the showdown on Twitter, at the showdown pod, and click like on Facebook, the showdown podcast. Somebody should. Corey. You can find me on Twitter at NKO Gonzo. Also on Letterboxd at NKO Gonzo, which Letterboxd now has an app and uh, you can have it at your fingertips. So uh, find me there. Follow me. And uh, way to out talk the music. Yep. <laughs> All right. Let's get back to the show. I'm television's Dave Landau, and you're listening to the Showdown podcast. I really wish these guys would stop bringing my name up. Welcome back to the Showdown Podcast. It is one of our Survivor Series episodes. We've been talking about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, The Secret of the Ooze. And we've we've watched the movie just a couple hours ago. So, Corey, you have never seen it before. So let's start with you. Does the movie hold up? Not a chance. Not a chance. Nope. And do you want to give any reasoning to that? Uh, it was just... I, no. I, I mean, for me, I just... I just, I don't know. I know I know the suits were high-tech at the time and, and whatnot, but it just... 
now looking back on it, they're not. They're just they're not. I don't. I don't think that holds up. I thought a lot of the the lines were cheesy. I just I just didn't like the pizza. Um, but no, I I just it was just corny to me. And now so. <laughs> <laughs> he almost got away with that shit too. <laughs> I know. He tried I, to throw a cheesy joke in there. I, I, I looked around. Now, if you it. had a, if you had a pulled a hot, I told a joke out of there. I would have fucking given you a coin. <laughs> I, I completely missed it. That's how bad the joke was. Yeah. I just was like, oh, he's just saying nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell the truth. You weren't even really listening anyway. Ah uh, no. <laughs> I, I just kind of look at you and wait to talk. Yeah. Yeah, that's for me. <laughs> so uh, I'll go next. Um, watching, I, like I said, I was obsessed with this movie when I was nine. When I was nine is key. And uh, I guess I loved it. I watched it every single Friday. I can, as I was watching it today, I could like taste Little Caesar's pizza. And I could just, I just, I the nostalgia, everything just came flooding back immediately. Well, there's a little Caesar's right, like two minutes away. Oh like, no, there's the, there's one two minutes from my house. There's one, I think, two minutes from everywhere. Everybody's house now, yeah. So you can you can push Little Caesars, but I can't have Blizzard. No, you were fuck no, you, old man. That was not even close. <laughs> to what I just so, um, like I said, I saw it when I was nine, and I loved it. And all that nostalgia hit me in the face, made me love it just as much today. So it's a survivor for me because, again, it's just it's my childhood and it was such a big part of my childhood. And watching it, I just I can remember it was like I could remember watching the same scenes from when I was a kid, like the the opening fight sequence and uh, just the the discovery of uh, Toka and Razor. Um, Vic, what about you? So, watching this movie again, and I am an animate Ninja Turtle fan. Um, I love everything about the Ninja Turtles, their stories, like the background behind it and everything. Watching this particular movie had so many freaking questions come up for me. But when it's all said and done, I still laughed and enjoyed the movie as much as I did when I saw it back in 91. But were you laughing at jokes that were made or ju- or the fact that it was just dumb? It no, literally laughing at just some of the silly shit that they did made it enjoyable enough for me to say, yes, it's a survivor. It's a survivor. Yes, I agree. No, no here's the thing. It no, doesn't matter what he's laughing at, he enjoyed watching the movie today as much as he did then. doesn't matter the reasons. I'm just asking. I mean, if your reasons change for liking something, as long as you still like it. But for it to become a survivor, don't we have to have all three of us? No. Best no, we've all, yeah, we've always, always been the best two out of three. And I've always tried to gauge your guys' reactions and set it up to where we have a tiebreaker. Uh, That's why I went you and then me and then Vic. Uh, so you knew I was going to say no. Well, because yeah, you're you're that shitty of a person. <laughs> Why wouldn't you shit on a great movie? It, well, okay, here's the thing. Like, just it's like with the new ones. Um, our good friend, uh, television's Dave Landau, uh, who you just heard on our bumper there, um, where we're pissing off again by bringing him up. Uh, he absolutely despised and hated the movie that came out like two years ago. With Will Arnett and everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, he hated it because he loved the Ninja Turtles so much as a kid that he just thought it was just I still haven't watched awful that one money yet. grab. I mean, it's to me, it's not great, but it's fine. And like, 
I think he didn't enjoy it because he's not a parent. Like, as a parent, you go to so many kids' movies that are just bad. So the chance to go see the Ninja Turtles, like, they couldn't have they couldn't have lost with me. Because I was just excited <laughs> to not be watching the newest young princess, you know, that Disney's trying to push down my daughter's throat. <laughs> like, I was happy to have a break from that. Right. So I think, I think when he has a son now, and when a son gets old enough to go to movies, I think if he would have had his son with him and it would have been a movie he would have saw with his kid, I think yeah, he would have liked it. Because, the, yeah. The lightning in his kid's eye about seeing what's going on on the screen. Yeah, my daughter. Seeing these yeah. giant turtles jump and flip around. And, I mean, there's more action in these newer ones than anything oh, close to. Even though there's some absurdities, like the, the, the whole Shredder thing. Like, I, that's that's what blew that one for me, was Shredder is just way too far out of the box. Yeah, um, as far as it, you know, it's a giant mech suit. I'm gonna, uh, that that oh, part where you're shooting it for out me. the yeah, not yeah, that, that part killed it for me. But like the Ninja Turtles themselves, and everybody's like, oh, but they don't look like Ninja Turtles. They 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 don't look right. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, it's just like everything can't look exactly the, the well, same. I like how people say they don't look like Ninja Turtles as if they really exist. Well, yeah, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Like, well, what do Ninja Turtles right? Like, look, they look Show like turtles. Me a live picture so we can compare. By the way. The Ninja Turtles just look like turtles with headbands and right. belts on. You right. realize, like, they don't look like true ninjas. Well, not only that, but, like, they're anthropomorphic turtles. Like, what, did, what the hell are you supposed to have them look like, honestly? Well, we just, yeah, I mean, I feel like, again, I feel like if you're a parent, you love these new movies. Because, again, it's just like, oh, it's a nice break from everything else you normally have to go see. Especially if you liked the Ninja Turtles as a kid. Whereas, yeah, if I was just a single 34-year-old going to see the movie, I'd probably be like, oh, that was kind of... You'd probably get some stares. I also think the other part, yeah, the other part to it, too, is the newer version of that is based after, it's not based after the actual comic book, it's based after the Nickelodeon version of Ninja Turtles. So that did change a lot of things, and if you look at that version of the Ninja Turtles, they do look like those turtles. And I want to see, I want to see the dude that has the brain in his stomach. Crank, crank, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, see, now we made jokes in the beginning about how I was too old for this movie. I did watch the cartoon. I don't know what. Do you remember when the cartoon came out? Uh, I want to say it was like eighty-seven. See, at that point, I was yeah, something like that. Eighty-seven, I believe. Did I actually pull that right? Yeah, I know it was. It was. It was in there, but yep, that's the most. Yeah. That that seems See, I did to be watch. The... I did watch the cartoon. I, I played. The so arcade. you did. You didn't have. But at this point, when these movies came out, I okay. But care. I'm asking this question: After watching the cartoon and enjoying the cartoon and the video games, there was nothing in you that said, "I want to see this brought to real life." Um, to tell you the truth, because that's exactly why I went and saw that movie. To tell you the truth, at that point, I was in being in high school. I wasn't really watch, I wasn't really going to a lot of movies. I didn't watch movies like I do now, um, just because I was. I don't know. No, yeah, I because I now now movies have words and sound. <laughs> you know, he he's not used to watching talkies, so that way he was adjusting at that point. Um, but uh, be, but where's well, Charles Chaplin? <laughs> but before uh, before we before we uh, we go on and talk a little bit about what the the new. Well, yeah. Let's actually, out. yeah. Let's. Do we have any? Uh, Corey, by chance, is there is there anywhere we have any like critic reviews of the movie or? Yeah, we do. Uh, there is one review I wanted to read that was on IMDb that I thought was funny. Uh, this is one guy's review at the end of it says, "It's a great sequel that is both funny and as well as serious, and it's a great movie for 
uh, for any age. The only thing that bothered me was that it was slightly too focused on the youth audience and didn't stay 100% with the original dark atmosphere. You know, it's not like in the original they were cutting people's fucking heads right. off and or I, raping April, you know? <laughs> like, I don't know what... They did kidnap her and take her to some strange building in the woods. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, at the same time, like... There was nothing that dark well, about the I, I first Well, I see what they're saying. Like, the darkness is like, they were very broody and kind of like, you know what I mean? Like, Michelangelo. Oh, God. And, so they're I mean, emo, uh, not Michelangelo. Uh, Raphael. Raphael and uh, Casey Jones were all kind of like, like, they're broody dark, but not like, it's not emo. like evil dark. Like, yeah. I didn't see that at all. It's not e- so that's emo, say, dark, dude. Like, that's them listening to Marilyn Manson. Right. It wasn't like it was like. an awful whole old reference <laughs> by me. I, I just don't know the, I don't know the newer emo music. Yeah. But like that's that's what I was like. What kind of dark is he Dab, talking dab about? for like, cutie. <laughs> yeah. Well, the funny thing is, that he was like, um, let's see. It's too focused on the youth audience. This is a movie for kids. It's supposed to be for the youth audience. Too many references to pizza and <laughs> childish pizza? things. <laughs> toys. They're in a toy store. Oh. <laughs> um. But then. Uh, it, it, as we've done in the past, we have uh, what would Jesus watch? <gasps> what would Jesus watch? We really need to come up with a better WWJW. <laughs> okay, WWJW is presented by. Okay, so here here's one. <laughs> no sponsor. The Trinity. <laughs> uh, the Holy Bible. Make sure you get your copy of a Holy Bible. You can find them at hotels. Oh, excuse me. Bible. The Holy Bible. Uh, you can find them at hotels. And uh, a lot of times, yeah, they, you know they give you free Bibles. So, <laughs> Brad, I don't think you're supposed to take those with you. Ooh. No, they, they restock them. Uh, <laughs> so there's a couple things in here I wanted to read. They've got a huge, uh, this really long review. Uh-huh. But uh, but one line they or they're always sentence. worth reading. Just go through it. Yeah, <laughs> it says although technically better than the first without the language problems, Ninja Turtles Two still sends the same messages as the last picture. The way to solve problems is by beating your opponents to a pulp. The violence, though comic book, runs throughout and is synonymous with the action. The movie blatantly encourages children to develop martial art fighting skills and insinuates that one can rest secure in his knowledge of the martial arts. I didn't really get that from that movie. I well, what I do remember when I watched it, I was like, "Oh yeah, why am I trying to talk out my problems? I should just <laughs> become a giant turtle who knows karate." Yeah. <laughs> I get, I get that. That makes that makes or sense. Or an eighteen-year-old short kid, short Asian kid that can kick everybody's yeah. <laughs> why have I not become Bruce Lee yet? That's been my <laughs> issues. They they also go on to say. Also, there's a distressing amount of Eastern mysticism and New Age thought in the film. Splinter, for instance, teaches the turtles to be masters of themselves and their environment. There's even a tie-in with... Do they think you're ta- he's talking about jerking off? <laughs> oh, could be. Because, you know, I could actually understand why they would get that impression from uh, Splitter. Guys, uh, where's Splinter? He's been up on the roof ever since he saw your report. Really? Doing what? Coming. I just finished. They should change that to shower. We should change that to shower. Like every time he saw you in the shower. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, the 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 final paragraph here. 
Furthermore, what kind of example does it set to use revenge as a main plot device to move the story along? Isn't that what a lot of action films are? Wait, isn't that what a lot of the Bible is? Did they forget about the Crusades? Like, <laughs> like I'm sorry, but whenever, whenever something like this starts talking about violence, all you have to do is say, did you forget about the Crusades? <laughs> because that will completely counteract anything they come well, up with. Well, didn't somebody cut a baby in half in the Bible? <laughs> I'm not sure about that. It never came down to it, but they threatened to. Yeah, they were going to cut. You yeah. don't remember that story? The two moms both claim uh, claim that they're the mother of a child. And so this king is like, all right, uh, then I'll cut the baby in half. And you can each have a half actual of mother a dead says, baby. No, give it to her. Well, no, hold on. No. Yeah. The, okay. So now the Vic's spoiled. I, the, the actual mother is like, well, no, uh, I love my child too much uh just give her the baby i want the baby to be safe and then the other mother's like fuck it cut him up <laughs> i ain't gotta worry about what if the what if the real mom just was really petty and like the other lady was just a good person so it like it literally went to the wrong lady but the real because the real mom was just too like fuck it yeah let's do it yeah, we think this. i'm gonna back down they're like give her the kid and the other one's like fuck i didn't want him in the first place <laughs> What if that? What if that story was about? I was just looking for tax rebates. <laughs> what if that story was about Miley Cyrus and her baby? <laughs> you gonna cut my fuck? Cut him up, buddy. <laughs> cut up my baby. <laughs> I'll take you out for baby. There has to be a wrecking ball reference in there somewhere. <laughs> I want the top half. <laughs> Tell you that, buddy. Cut him. Cut the baby. Okay, so um, it says okay. cut the fucking baby, y'all. Sorry. <laughs> he's, stuck. he's gone full Miley. Never right. go full Miley. Okay, so what else right. does Jesus I, I have, have to, to say about this movie? I have to go back a little bit just to make this uh, sound, sound right. As a, uh, okay. What kind of example does it set uh, to use revenge as a main plot device to move the storyline? Not a very good one. Nor is the Turtles arrested stage of adolescent development an appropriate role model for teenagers wishing to advance beyond the age of 15. For the very young, the horrific nature of the super mutated beast is sure to give them nightmares. Overall, the film is forgettable and not worth time or money. Was there anything about those two idiot uh, mutants that terrified you as a nine-year-old? No, not at all. Like, they made them as, like, care, like... Literally, their first words are mama. Yeah. yeah. Their only words. Yeah. yeah. they like, as cartoonish as possible... There's the, Jim Henson doesn't make really scary stuff too often. Eh, too often. Eh, dark crystals. Too often. I, I, knew, yeah, I know that there's dark crystals. He so created that Corey often. thing in Labyrinth. <laughs> of course. So, um, would we recast it? Would we recast it? Who would? Now, now you can't. Obviously, you can't recast the turtles. Ah, uh, so you got, could. You've got. You've got. Uh, Chino. As Vic calls him, and uh, and April, that's that's, that's it. it. <laughs> and the and professor, Shredder. and the and professor. Shredder. Yeah, but well, Shredder's just a dude in a steel mask. You just have to get an Asian guy. Yeah. You could use Ken fucking Jong. What about Miley Cyrus as April? I've already done. You want to do another Miley? I'm, I'm just asking. I didn't. Oh, I wasn't okay. suggesting. Are you, are you trying to James Lipton me? <laughs> <laughs> Is Miley Cyrus from the Ninja Turtles here, Brad? Can I speak to her? <laughs> like All right, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I live with turtles. <laughs> I fucked them all, but I live with these turtles. <laughs> I said, it's those swords of sex toys, Leonardo. Put it in my vagina. <laughs> Jesus Christ.
See? It works. Corey would like that version of the movie. <laughs> I'm nose part about it. <laughs> I tell the news. Oh, oh. So, uh, so uh, as this episode is coming out, the new movie, the new, the sequel is mm-hmm. coming out this weekend. Are you guys excited? I am. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Me and my daughter are gonna go see it. We can see Casey Jones again too, which is a bonus because you can't oh, yeah. really have that story without having Casey Jones in there. He's a he's a he's a big part of the you know the original story. And your line. wife is gonna be happy. with that. Of course she is because fucking Stephen Amell. And yes. That's just a thing. But <laughs> ooh, that but, means he might be at SummerSlam then. Yeah. They'll have shit to promote. He's still doing it yeah. too. But the like the like. Having all the extra things, like having Rocksteady and Bebop in it, they didn't have them in this particular Sheamus. movie. Sheamus. They didn't have either of them in this movie because they were they were too worried about the legalities of doing it and they would have gone through a bunch of legal paperwork. So that's for why for this movie, Secret of the Ooze, originally they wanted to have Rocksteady and Bebop in it. But they because of they having to go through legalities of, of getting the releases to use them, um, they went with Tokar and Razor and made up two new characters for it. Why would there be legalities over it, though? Is I mean, aren't they all? Yeah, you would think it, well, you would think if you've already gotten the turtles and Splinter and Shredder and April O'Neil, you could secure you up would, you a couple would, of side villains. You would think that it would be that easy, but for whatever reason, they didn't want to go through the fight. So oh, what a dick! It's like when Michael Jordan wouldn't let himself be on video games, so you always had to get uh, player one right. ninety nine rating and. Yeah. Number well, number twenty three. Yeah. Here's what I'm thinking. The thing is, is is the original uh, the original creators of the comic book, um, may, uh, Eastman and Laird, may not have actually created those two characters. You think they were created for the cartoon only? Well, they may, well no no. Someone else may be responsible for creating those characters. The artists, the original people who made those characters, just because the Eastman and Laird made the Ninja Turtles comic books doesn't mean that every character in it was their IP. Somebody else may have come up with those characters, may have designed them, introduced wow, them. What and kind put of them idiot are you? Especially like if that's your only stake is yeah. those characters, why wouldn't you want them to be in a movie? Well, true, but think about how much money you'd probably have to they would probably ask for to have them in there. That's, it probably wasn't on this side of it. It was probably on the creator's side of it saying, well, yeah, you can use them, but we want this much money for yeah. them. And they're like, I'm not I fucking am. giving you that much money. And then having to go through a legal fight saying, well, they're part of the overall Ninja Turtle IP. We're using them anyway. And then they go into a legal battle. That's the only thing I can figure. But that's that's exactly what they said. The reason why they weren't in there was. So apparently they got over it here. But those characters, plus having Krang and his, uh, I forgot what they call his, his, his robot suit is in there. Baxter Stockman's in there. Like they brought a lot of characters in into this story is baxter gonna be a fly uh baxter is no but he is a black guy that's <laughs> different no he's a black guy in the cart in the newer cartoons too is he yeah Damn like it. i said this is this this whole this whole universe with ninja turtles is following nickelodeon's version of the ninja turtles uh, not eastman i Bird. don't like that animation not to get off on on, on this well but. again it comes down to it's it's for a younger audience like they they redesigned it it's just, it's just like let's well, see they did that you watch transformers too a few years ago well they did with a lot of transformers yeah. but um like we were talking about teen titans go so Teen Titans, the original Teen Titans was completely different from Teen Titans Go, but it was just it was their way of getting a younger audience to appreciate the, that cartoon mm-hmm. yeah. because literally the storylines, all of the all of the like the 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 direction of the stories are all the same as Teen Titans. All of those stories are exactly the same. They just made them cutesier for a younger generation to enjoy, and that's what they did with this one. That's why it follows that. But you know, turning it into a movie makes it more realistic. So. 
Well, like I said, I haven't seen the first one, the one that came out a couple years ago. I'm I'm planning on watching it before I see the new one. So I think I'm, it's on Netflix, maybe. Yeah, it's on yeah. Netflix and it's on. Hulu. I think it just came up on there too. So. Yeah, so I'm gonna watch that. I'm not gonna go to the theater and see it. I'll eventually see it when it comes back. On, on I TV. will not support this movie in any monetary no. way. Well, I'm just going to s- watch it. <laughs> I gotta save my money for the ones I really want to see. Um, but the shallows. <laughs> Ooh, we need to do a summer movie preview episode and talk about the shallows. But uh, but I think I think uh, after after seeing the trailer a couple of times, I, th- I think uh, it looks pretty decent. It doesn't it well, doesn't look bad at all. The first one, I think the first one got a lot of um, got a lot of bad press. Them thinking that like it wasn't going to hold up or it wasn't going to be a good story. Or they had Megan Fox as April O'Neil, which she did a pretty good job. Like mm-hmm. it's just that again, they made it so that it appealed to. I think more of a, a an older crowd than the teenage crowd, but it's based off of the universe that's designed for kids, and that's why Shredder's a fucking ridiculous story. Yeah. I'm hoping that if they, since Shredder is in that storyline, um, but I'm hoping like they do something to make it so that he's not quite so like fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Because um, Krang fucking blows his shit out of the water nonstop. So he's kind of like a second rate, you know, thug at, at that point. So. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Showdown Podcast. This was Survivor Series, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, Secret of the Ooze, and the final result, it survives. But not going in the hall. Oh, it's going into the hall. Oh, yeah. We're putting it in the hall. As soon as we can get connected back to our Instagram account. I would like to see you stop us. Mm-hmm. Well, considering I can't get into it, it <laughs> yeah, that's pretty annoying. And it wasn't until Corey was like, oh, "Let me try to get into that Instagram account." Now it's all fucked up, but it'll oh, be back up soon, jankified. and this will be added into the uh, the mini classics. And so, thank you again for listening. We appreciate it, and we'll see you next time for Vic Miller, Corey Miller. I'm Brad Scott. This has been the Showdown Podcast. Later. I always have to get one more word in, you dick. Every time. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.